Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Nominous Animation Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing Lars Engelman. He's a storyboard artist and animator at Bento Box Animation. I mean, the thing, the truth is that, like, um, in in spite of the disclaimer, generally, I'm really generous about the movies. Like, I'm okay. quick to find out, like, I like this, and I like this, and I wouldn't change very much, you know? Right, like, right. so, um, you know, so really, I don't, I don't think that, uh, you know, she'd be, she'd be, uh, I, I think if she did hear the review, she'd probably be, be flattered more than oh, not. That's good, that's good. You know? <laughs> Um, yeah, anyways, uh, for posterity, I'll say thank you again for oh, coming down. hey, no problem, man. Busy yeah. artist, taking time out of his life. Yup, yup. Out I of his mean, non-existent life. This, <laughs> this, this is like, um, one of two nights that I would have been free this week. Oh, really? So, oh, thanks. Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, thanks. So, I should have got no you some problem. beer, too. Oh, hey. <laughs> well, I, you had to drive I, back. I wouldn't have refused it. <laughs> you have a couple. I see. A couple, you know. Well, I mean, it you know, depends how long we're going to be here, right? Um, what time is it? Nine? How long, how long do your interviews usually go? Like, a, maybe like 40 minutes an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, and I mean, you know, yeah. My, my podcast, like, our episodes run from 20 to 50 minutes. Okay. Like, that. that's our range. So. All right, man. Well, you want to take it from the top? or uh, sure, Actually, yeah. like, I want to start with... Um, Right, I'm sure you want start to start with like introduction. Kind of no, like no, I'll intro. I'll I'll put in an intro for. Oh, you'll put it. Okay. Unless you want to. No, I just uh, it's kind of cool to brief everyone. But no, I don't, uh, if you yeah. want to talk about what you've done, or I was actually going to just start with like how you got started because you're you love animation sure. and then traditional animation, sure. which is kind of yeah. fucking weird nowadays. But, but I am too. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a hypocrite saying that, but <laughs> can't get work at, like doing that. You know sometimes, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to know like how you started, what route you took. So, I mean, like, let's start when you were a kid. When did you know you wanted to, to be an animator? I mean... <laughs> or do cartoons, and maybe you didn't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean... Well, okay, I'm sorry, like, let's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we didn't drink. I, yeah, no, the thing is, I... I so is the podcast starting? Has, I, has it already started? I, you know what, I could find like, the best plate to jump you know, in. It'll be do cool. Do you want to... Let's, let's start... Let's take it from the top again. All right, all right. But have, like, a hard in. Okay. Like, so let's <laughs> say, you know, like, so you've done the intro. Right. The intro happens. You say, you say like, hey, this is Anthony on Anthony's <laughs> podcast. And, uh, you know, today I'm interviewing Lars Engelman, who is an uh, animation industry professional here in Los Angeles. So, uh... Let's join Lars now, and then I mean, I'm more Ben Steinish. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> more Lars, and so let's go join Lars. Yeah. It sounds like me. Okay, kinda. And then, and then and then you'll say you'll you'll say hi. So okay. Start with hi, and then we'll jump in. Hi, Lars. Okay. Let's say it when I'm not talking, and that'll be clean. Hi. Hi, hi, Anthony. How are how are you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm sorry. You got me getting on this mic a little more. <laughs> Hey, um, no, I just, uh, thank you, thanks for coming by, oh, I appreciate, yeah. you know, we're probably going to put everything else in anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, I don't, I, yeah. you know what, I, I'm totally fine with that, I think that would be really funny, you know, my motto on my podcast is leave it in, so really? uh, that, that was my sign off for a little while, Okay. <laughs> to oppose, to oppose uh, uh, Nick's edit this out was, okay. his, <laughs> was his sign off, so yeah, it was good times, 
Um, yeah, I just want to start. Actually, like I said, when you were a kid, like what inspired you? Oh, when yeah. did you? Uh, when did you realize you liked cartoons? And when did you realize you wanted to do totally, it? Totally, totally. Or maybe, um, you, maybe did you come in from like I like video games? You know, I know people like oh, that. Um, let's see. Uh, by the way, everybody, my podcast is Nick and Lars Have Notes. I just mentioned the podcast. I know you're curious. I should have waited to plug it at the end, but you know, I just mentioned it, and I feel awkward like leaving that just hanging there in, That's the, cool. in the air anyway. Say it again, but, yeah. slower. Nick and Lars have notes. Awesome. It's a movie review podcast of mostly animated movies, and it's available on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Um, but yeah, but but Anthony's question is what is really the issue right now, which is how did I get started? Was I one of these various people? Um, there there are people who get into animation a lot of different ways, like you said, through video games, whatever. Um, I am one of those, those people who are maybe, uh, probably less common, I feel like, who got into animation through love of animation straight up, like, really? from a very, very young age. Like, uh, they're, um, they're in my parents' garage, like, drawings that I made of Donald Duck, uh, like at the age of three years old, you know, okay. that are terrible because okay. I was three, right, right. you know, but, but that was what I was trying to do. Okay. That was what I, I wanted to do, you know, so I'm, um, you know, and I'm not going to say that I'm the most skilled, like, like artist or illustrator or, or animator. Um, but, but I'll be very impressed if you found somebody uh, who was just more into it. <laughs> right on, man. <laughs> um, can you tell the audience how old you are? Just so we can get a, oh my like, gosh. a good range of you know, man. what six was. <laughs> uh, uh, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 33 years old, okay. uh, which, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, mostly coming to terms with that. Uh, you know, it's definitely older than I ever thought I'd be. Um, it's definitely the oldest I've ever been, um, you know, but I'm, I'm finding some acceptance with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, I just want to know, cause like, um, you said you found out at six, like, I want to do this, right? Or was that just, you knew, that was when you knew you oh, loved it? Oh, well, you know, um, there wasn't ever like, like, a. you know, I know that the movie, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Um, like had a big impact on me. Uh, I was like five when that came out to yeah. save you guys the trouble of doing the math. Um, and you know, that, that right. was very impactful, but the, the thing was even there, um, you know, I, I had seen Roger Rabbit and already fallen in love with the character because, uh, uh, my folks, um, taped the television special that for like 19, you know, whatever, something television special of, like, uh, Mickey's 60th birthday or something. Right. Um, how old? How, I, yeah, they, they taped it. So I got, I got to see that. And Roger Rabbit, I think, shows up at the end of that one. Okay. Um, so I was aware of the character. But, like, I loved Donald Duck before that. You okay. Know, there's, there's my, you, you know, you know, like, uh, childhood amnesia. Where yeah. you don't have any real memories. Actually, I'm I'm one of those few people that don't have 
like I remember from two years old. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's probably like roughly where my love of animation okay. starts is is around there. Okay. But I I I don't remember that. You know, oh, like that at the moment. Like yeah, like okay. like my my love of animation predates my earliest long term memories. Okay, I get it. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just I I've always just been uh, in love with the art form. Yeah. Uh, you know the the way that uh you know the the acting is amplified by simplifying the figure so that it reads that much more clearly and that much more strongly is just always spoken to me yeah dope man yeah yeah. Um, i was drawing i was drawing characters feeling feelings just today and i was like getting myself choked up i'm like oh (laughs) he looks so so much so much feelings you told me you're working on a you're you're doing boarding right now at Bento yeah, Box. Yeah, um, I'm at, I'm at Bento Box currently. When did you? Um, when was it that you decided like to take the career path? Like, um, what was the first step? Like, oh, oh I found this flyer to this school, or, or <laughs> you know. Well, let's see. Um, so the thing was, even though even though I loved cartoons so much, um, I also I also loved comics, and. Um, you know, was drawing comics since... Those are cartoons. It is, it is, yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, You know, but that was like uh, uh, kindergarten, I was drawing really terrible, legible comics. Okay. Um, You know, and just kind of never really stopped drawing comics. Like, I've, 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 draw comics much more seldom now they're the just the briefest little slice of life things when i draw them but i've never really stopped drawing comics and i probably hit my peak of drawing comics maybe like uh late high school early college um i had a i had a web comic up that actually just recently kind of came down um so you, I, I don't know if you would be able to uh, find it anywhere right now, um, other than like, you know, my my home computer. Um, but I, I had a web comic for the better part of ten years. You know, it, it, it was just at LarsComics.com. Okay. Um, there were there were two or three. There was like a more long form comics, and then and then more newspaper comic strip style things. Um, but yeah, it never really blew up. Um, never, never went viral or anything. I never made any money off of it. Okay. Hold on a sec. Let me pause. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. So uh, you told me that when you started, um, when you actually started like your career, like professional career, you went to, uh, AI, uh you went to some like artsy fartsy art school. Oh, um, was, uh, no, uh, sort of, um, well, Okay. So, so, so here's the thing, um, through, uh, you know, you know, I, I mentioned that I was drawing crappy little comics in kindergarten, but the thing was, I was drawing, uh, comics on the back of all of my class handouts through elementary and middle school. Like, I, I drew through, uh, you know, the majority of my, uh, grade school education. Um, and I was like known for that, you know, and there were other kids in the class who drew and then 
you know, kids would quit drawing. They'd be like, oh, this is no, oh, no good for this. Oh, I don't really enjoy this, you know. And it was, it was until it was like, you know, fewer and fewer. But I, I was always in there cool. drawing, and I was known for that. And I was still drawing in high school. I was, I was drawing. There was like a little newsletter, uh, and in middle school that would go out, and I would, I would draw comics for that. And then I drew some, like at least one comic for my high school newspaper. Um, and I was just known as like like that's that's the guy who draws comics and really loves cartoons and stuff, you know. So okay. they're, they're, you know, it it like I said, there was no clear starting point. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But then um, what happened was in high school, um, I I ended up, uh, you know doing doing well on my SAT yeah uh, you know like uh, yeah, un- unfortunately just like these these latent rain man powers just kicked in <laughs> and I just like uh, kick kicked ass on that and um, that was just the worst thing that ever happened to me because all of a sudden my mom uh, saw me as sort of like uh, uh, you know this this uh, you know P- potential to to live out all of her unachieved uh, uh, dreams yeah. of of academic achievement. Gotcha. And you know the the school counselors they're all really excited, and um, you know suddenly my mom's got me like applying to fifty different schools, writing all these essays to Harvard, telling me what to write in the essays, right. which you know is a sure way to not get your kid into the college of their choice right. because those colleges can tell and you know you're you also you're just you're dumber than your kid like your your ideas are terrible um so yeah uh uh basically i i ended up getting into um uh uh you know after after a nightmarish senior year uh applying to schools um, just, just, uh, uh, and, and everybody just kind of forgot that I was the guy who draws, yeah. you know, it was like, no, no, this is the guy who can get into a good school and, and be, be some sort of achiever in this, this most vague sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it, it was, I think I ended up getting into like USC and then it was like it was offered admission to like Berkeley, but like on extension, so I could come in like spring quarter or something like that. And then UC San Diego, and I picked UC San Diego because it was like a hundred miles away. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I was like, okay, I can just get away gotcha. from all of this. It had nothing to do with art, though. No, okay. no. Oh well, although uh, UC San Diego did tempt me with a. Uh, 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 it was a program that they called Interdisciplinary Computing and the Arts Major, or ICAM. And uh, basically I said, wow, that sounds really cool, computing in the arts. That's like got to be graphic design or computer animation. So, uh, you know, that was part of the decision as well. Um, I, I did that major for four quarters and was wondering what the hell was going on with it. Um, and uh, uh, went to an info session and I came in and they said, well, you know, they said, we, 
we, uh, you know, a lot of people go into this major thinking it's going to be graphic design or computer animation. Well, guess what? It's not. Uh, what we want to do is we want to give you a lot of art theory, a lot of theory, and so much computer theory, all this theory. And uh, they told by the us way, after you give them your money, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, this is UC San Diego. By, by the way, this is a UC school. It's a publicly funded big old university. Um, but yeah, you know, by, by the way, you guys, if you're ever going to a college, theory is code for nothing practical. Theory is code for, for lectures and articles, and you'll never actually make or do anything. You know, you'll know a lot about stuff, but you won't be able to do anything. Uh, <laughs> you know, you'll be very knowledgeable and unhirable. Um, so, but yeah. Uh, I, I can't, <laughs> I haven't run into that. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what I mean? This is the kind of thing you run into at a university where they're like, oh, the bachelor's degree is just so that we can fill your head up with a bunch of knowledge so we can really see who wants to apply to those uh, postgraduate masters and doctorates. You know, so like, yeah, unless you want a master's or a doctorate, why go to a university? Go to a college where they'll give you a bachelor's that's, that's an end in itself rather than a, a bachelor's that's a stepping stone to some sort of master's or doctorate. Um, education is just such a masturbatory institution um anyway but yeah so they're basically we're gonna give you all this theory all this theory and you're gonna you're gonna be on the cusp on the cusp you're gonna have all these ideas all these ideas here's a senior and an alumnus from the program they're gonna talk about all of their ideas and it's gonna sound really vague and they're gonna be really inarticulate because you know again they, we've just been throwing information at them for four years, and they don't really know anything, and they don't really know how to do anything. So it was like, get me the hell out of there. So I switched majors like three times, bounced from department to department. Um, I was like a biology major for one quarter, learned that I'm worthless in a chem lab. I was like a, a management science uh, major for a couple of quarters, which is basically a business major with extra calculus, and I didn't have any idea what was going on. And uh, oh, I switched over to studio art, which was what I finally ended up graduating from there with, um, which was like basically art you make in an art studio, but like not like an animation studio, like an art studio. So you're drawing and you're painting and you're sculpting. And, um, you know, but you, you got to understand that UC San Diego was founded in the 60s uh, when Jackson Pollock was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, for those right. of you who don't know, the dribble painting guy. He sets a 10-foot by 10-foot canvas out on the floor. He puts a paint bucket under his arm. He takes a brush, and he gets it real wet, and he just wiggles around. And, bloop, 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 and, you know, and oh, wow, when he's all done, does it make an image? No, it's it's a lot of dribbles is what it shit. looks like. It doesn't look like anything, you know. You're, you, you've been told you're, you can look at the thing, and you can say, wow, I get a real sense of kind of all of the different places that he was standing when he was dribbling and all of the colors of paints that he used to dribble. All of that information is really what I'm able to glean from this. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, so basically, um, but if you go to UC San Diego, at least, you know, if you, if you went there uh, 15 years ago when I went there, um, you know, there, they, at the time, there were kind of just like any art theory, criticism, or history class you took would have at least a week on Jackson Pollock because 
he is the, the be-all, end-all, the best there ever was, and there never will be another one like him. Um, you know, because, because you know, basically the final word in non-representational art. Um, so yeah, so basically these are just, these are gallery art type people who, you know, their ultimate goal, uh, you know, is, is to trick millionaires into spending, you know, six or seven figures on something that's made with relatively little skill, but that they've convinced these people is important and that will appreciate in value and that they should buy it as an investment. This is very... Uh, emperor wears no clothes type of situation, you know, but of course these people have, have failed to, to do this and now they're teaching art classes at UC San Diego as professors. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so so that was where I went. Did you get a bachelor's there? I got a bachelor's, bachelor BA from UC San Diego, okay. studio art. Um, left there feeling more lost and alienated than I've ever felt in my entire life. It's a bummer. Uh, yeah. Um, got a job working at the Princeton Review, teaching uh, SAT prep classes. Okay. So I could teach people how to how to do well on that test that I did so well on that fucked up my life. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, you know. Yeah, basically. How long did you do that for? About two years. Okay. Um, yeah, and and you know, like I mean, you know, it it was it was fine. Like, uh, you know, no complaints about the way that I was treated or or the people I worked with at all. You know, but um, I mean, that being said, uh, just as like, if you ever want to work in animation. Or, or be anything other than like, you know, some, some uh, hoity-toity non-representational artist. Like if you ever wanna, if don't ever go to, to UC San Diego if you wanna work in animation as far as I know. You know, I don't right. know, maybe they've turned a new leaf in 15 years, I don't know. I guess it's only been like 10 now since I left that place. Okay. But uh, yeah, like I, I would not recommend that school and say go to anywhere else. Cal State Fullerton has a great animation program. I meet people who went there all the time. Um, okay. And then... You chose to go to the Art Institutes after that? After your two years? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, well, okay, and, and again, so, so the thing about the Princeton Review is that um, you'll be making probably, if you're teaching um, three classes, uh, you know, or if you're teaching six SAT prep classes a week, um, then those are three hours each, so you're going to be, here's an SAT question for you, you're going to be working 18 hours a week, um, getting, getting $20 an hour, um, but uh, remem remember the money that you're spending on gas and uh, the time that you spend driving around, you're thinking you're making like $18, $19 an hour. Really, you're making more like $11, $12 also, an hour. It's also, I don't know how many places you've lived, but for people who may be listening that live in other places, living in Los Angeles, the greater Los Angeles area. Yeah. Area, it's like, if you're making 30 an hour, yeah, yeah. you can kind of afford an apartment. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, whereas, whereas in this case, I was making like, when I was working at the Princeton Review, I was making about seven hundred dollars a month. 
Okay. So, um, I, I tried moving out of my parents' home oh, okay. and, uh, rapidly went into debt. I okay. was, I was, you know, basically, uh, 1500 in the red per month. Oh, damn. Um, but yeah, but yeah, basically, um, it was around this time, you know, that, that my mom had pushed me so hard to go to, you know, uh, into academia of sorts. Um, sent me to a friend of hers who was a career counselor. I've tried to find this guy since then. They didn't receive any response. Um, but uh, basically, as a career counselor, he's, yeah. you know, um, he basically said, "Oh, uh, let me," you know, you know. He said, "What? What?" It was his thing was. Write me an essay of what a day in your life is of the perfect version of your life five years from now, but make it like a like a work day or or maybe not you know whatever. So I and I had imagined this thing where I was like owned a comic book store, but I was drawing my own comics. Was sort of and he's like, well, why don't you do that then? And it was <laughs> like it was like for the first time in my life since you know earlier high school or really you know since since I had been an adult that somebody was kind of giving me permission to do that. And, and that was when Art Institute, okay, no, so here's how, it, here's how I ended up at Art Institute. Okay. Um, so, so finally, you know, this, this professional uh, that my mom respected said it was okay for me to do okay. animation. So now it was finally okay for me to do what everybody had, had could see, you know, plain as day since I was three years old. Um, you know, so so then it was like, well, where where to go to school though? Um, you know, which which is you know was was a good idea for me because I you know I was so freaking lost in my life you know at this point still you know I mean I I'm sure a big part of my mom being okay with it was that she's just tired of watching me fail. Um, but uh, the 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 my my uncle's wife's uh, uh, god nephew or something. <laughs> Uh, worked was working on a Star Wars Clone Wars. Okay. Um, uh, the first one, right? Not the Gandhi one. The the, the 3D, 3D one. one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, so so uh, I I ended up having like a, a phone call conversation with him. Like, where should I go to school? And he goes, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, like uh, Cal Arts Art Institute. You know, so I'm like, okay, so I wrote down those two. I'm serious? Are you serious? You put I'm those in the same Serious. Thing? Those were the two that he said. Those were the only two that he said. And it okay. was just like that. So I was like, oh, okay. And you know what? Honestly, now, like, I'm not sure how many years later, what, what, when the hell would this have been? This would have been in 2010. So six, when he said so, that? Yeah. So six mm. years ago. Six years okay. ago. Um, I remember when that show came out. It was like 2009. Yeah, 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 you know, and it had two or three seasons, so, you know, he's, he was still working on it, I think, at the time. Right. But, yeah, so he said, um, Art Institute, or, you know, at, but, like, honestly, now, six years later, looking back, maybe he meant Art Center, oh, you know? I a lot it. of the time, yeah, people, yeah. I say, you know, Art Institute, they're like, oh, Pasadena, it's like, no, you know, like, uh, so, so, like, and I mean, that's the thing, is, like, so many of these schools have just, like, the same name, right? you know, or really similar names, you know, Art Center is not Art Institute, you know, is not California Institute of the Arts, also known as CalArts. Right. Um, but yeah, so those were, those were the options given to me, so those were the schools that I investigated. So I went to CalArts, um, I, I took tours, I talked to them, basically, but, but the bottom line was, you can 
apply for fall of next year. Yeah, is what CalArts said. You know, because they're they're treating it like like any prestigious university, right. where it's like this is a fall to spring program. Right. You know, and then you have summer vacation their years and support your degree. Um, and then whereas when I, I went to Art Institute and they said, well, you know, show us some art, show, show it real, write an essay. So I showed them some art and I wrote an essay and they said, this is the best essay that we have ever received. <laughs> and, uh, they told me the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, that might be part of the script. But uh, which, which I went to a different one, maybe, so maybe they yeah. were right. I was maybe, the best. Maybe you were the best one of yours. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we should. I, you know, I have more friends who went there. I should really survey that and see how many people heard that. Um, but yeah, basically, Keller said you can apply for over a year from now, and uh, you know, Art Institute said we'll take you right now, and I was okay. like, well. You know, I don't want to like apply to, to CalArts, wait most of a year, not get in, and then wait another year after that. Yeah. You know, so I, I I did apply, but also I was like, let's start at Art Institute right now. Um, you know, and I and uh, ultimately, like I applied to, um, you know, CalArts twice, didn't get in. Uh, there was one year where they sent me like, uh, you know, uh, a uh, please please consider applying again letter, where they you know, but really they were just trying to talk me into like, hey, you have some really cool cosplays. Would you consider our uh, costume design uh, <laughs> thing? It was like, oh no, that's more of a hobby. I'm not really passionate about that at all. You know, I'm really right. just that's an offshoot of my passion for cartoons. These right. are these are copyrighted characters that I'm I'm not designing these costumes. I'm building existing designs um but yeah we're but the thing was art institute um i had like such a better time at art institute than i did at uc san diego's art program because these were all people who were you know interested in animation and uh, you know uh there were classes where they were asking me to do animation and it was so exciting it was like this is what i've always wanted to do uh, you know, this is where I was always supposed to be. Right. Uh, you know, and and another really lucky thing was, you know, uh, it's like, oh, this is LA. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, this is this is Art Institute. It was kind of like founded to take advantage of, you know, America's student loan laws at the time. <laughs> um, but this is LA, so here's this guy from like Nickelodeon worked at Nickelodeon in the nineties. Right. Like here's this guy who worked at Disney Afternoon in the nineties, and on a bunch of like you know a uh, 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 Disney and DreamWorks hand animated films. You know, here's here's the here's the chick who directed Pepper Ann. Here's the same chick who teaches life drawing at CalArts. She teaches life drawing here too. It's closer to where she lives. You know, right. so it was like. So great, like all of these, all of these mentors that, you know, I, I, I eventually, you know, met and spent more time and asked questions with, and, uh, you know, it was, it was great. And, uh, uh, one of them, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't work there anymore. Uh, in fact, the, the branch of Art Institute, uh, that I, that I did attend is actually being shut down. Uh, currently they're no longer accepting any more students. Is that the one it's, in, uh, 
it's, San it's Monica. over in San Monica, yeah, yeah near where the 405 and yeah. the 10 cross. Uh, yeah, it's only going to exist until they can graduate their current students. Oh. Um, but yeah, but at the time, uh, this this guy uh, Rogers, um, you know, you know, Mike Rogers, he uh, he put together uh, who uh, uh, this this Friday afternoon thing. Uh, they called it Red Giants, and basically it was like, hey, um, animation students, show up here on the first Friday of the quarter, Friday afternoon, in like the animation lab, and basically those of you with ideas for short films will pitch and say, who wants to work on my short film with me, and then you will just independently produce these films using the software and equipment that's here. So, was that was really cool, and uh, man, there was this there was this backgrounds class where I ended up inventing this character, and then there was this storyboarding class, and then for my final, I made my storyboarding final six times as long as was required because I I wanted to finish the story that I had in mind about this character, and then I pitched that in Red Giant, and then uh, nine months of. Friday afternoons later, we finished the animation, and I ended up having to uh, like mix all the sound myself, record yeah. a bunch of sound effects like just around. Right. Um, that sounds cool, man. Yeah, it was cool. I I rode I rode a train in LA, like a, like the metro, purely to get the ambient sound of being on a train <laughs> or my cartoon. I just rode it from the nearest stop to the next nearest stop and back. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but public transportation is getting better in L.A., not great still. Um, I don't know what it's like anywhere else. I think it's better everywhere else. <laughs> not in Arizona. Well, the thing, the thing is that, like, you could fit the next six or seven largest cities in the United States within the boundaries of L.A. Oh. It's just this massive pancake. So, yeah. I mean, they're, they're up against a lot in terms of, like, yeah. getting people to where they specifically want to go. Right. You know, you could just, you could have the same framework, you yeah. know, like, but it's just, it's, it, it's just gonna be longer distances in LA. It's just so yeah. big. It's, it's pretty bad. It makes things tough, you know, like, it, you know, unless you want to have, you know, 30 times as many stops. Right. You know, <laughs> like, no, I get and, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I made I made this I made this cartoon, you know, uh, uh, and that cartoon ended up getting me an internship at Titmouse, which got me a job at Titmouse. Cool. Like the like the week that I graduated from Art Institute. How long were you there? I was there for um, a little. Let's see. Well, was it a year? No. Yes. Yeah, just a little over a year. Then I was on hiatus for three months. Then I was back at Titmouse. I, 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 while I was at Titmouse, I worked on um, some pilots, some Comedy Central reanimated shorts. Okay. Uh, Moonbeam City season. That's right. You know, season one, the only season. I think when I met you, you just started there. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're doing the five second day thing. Right. So I helped you out with that. Yeah, yeah. I finally finished that five second day. Oh, you did? Thing. Yeah. Sorry I wasn't able to do more. Oh, that's okay. Honestly, dude, that whole five-second day thing, like, I was way too ambitious about it. Uh, like, <laughs> it was, 
I I finished it in time for this year's five second day festival. Yeah. And does the audience know what five second day is? Uh we can explain it a little bit. So this so you guys so five second day, Titmouse Animation Studios. The awesome um, people who brought you Venture Bros. Wait, no, they didn't bring you Venture Bros. They, they took started. over production of Venture Brothers <laughs> around season five, I believe. But they did uh, Metalocalypse, oh, yeah, uh, Super Jail, I'll let you have uh, Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja. Um, <laughs> like you mentioned that one. Yeah, sure. You know? No, I'm not saying it's not cool. It's just kind of like people I, are more familiar I with like that. I really like. I haven't even I seen just it. Like their, you didn't see Randy Cunningham? No, but I like Joan and Vasquez, so I'll probably like it. How do they? Yeah, yeah I mean, Joan and Vasquez, his character's designs are great. And, yeah. um, just, you know, the, the writing is really snappy, you know. I'll check I it mean, out. I mean, yeah. They didn't, they didn't, I don't believe they animated that one at Titmouse. They did all, like, the, okay. the pre production at Titmouse, and then they yeah. would ship it. But, um, you know. They did some DreamWorks. Oh, they did, uh, what's that snail? Yeah, Turbo. Uh, Try not to say yeah. bolt. <laughs> turbo, Turbo Fast, I'm the Netflix tired. original series. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Anyway, so Five Second Day. Right, Five Second Day. So, um, uh, one, one of the owners, uh, uh, Shannon Pranowski, uh, came up with the idea, um, like, hey, uh, I think at the time their, their big thing was Metalocalypse. Right. And she, you know, this, this was probably, this was something like, seven or eight years ago um but she said you know we know these guys can make metalocalypse but i don't have no clue what else they can make um let's have a friday where everybody gets paid the same but is encouraged to work on their own like personal project films right um you know let's say just make it at least five seconds long i guess and uh, we'll screen them all like a week later. We'll put them all together. We'll screen them for each other, and we'll call it Five Second Day. Right, right. And uh, you know that that was the birth of it. And then since then, um, it became sort of this arms race where like people were like staying all weekends to make <laughs> it better or like make it yeah. longer. And then people started like knowing it was coming, and it would start <laughs> months and months and months ahead of time. Sure, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, you know, so they they would, you know, yeah. do these these five second days, and they, you know, and, and were they screening at the Egyptian uh, the when past, they first started? I I'm, I um, that was that's when it kind of grew bigger. I think the first time the first time I went, it was screening at the Egyptian. Okay. But you know, but I mean, it's gotten it's gotten so much bigger. Yeah. Is it know? open to the public? Uh yeah yeah it so, is yeah everyone just keep an eye out. Yeah. I don't know, when they do I mean, it? Yeah, you know, if you're in L. A. and February. Fuck, come for it. Yeah. <laughs> you can meet some cool, some cool people, maybe your heroes, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I saw some, like, awesome, I don't, I mean, I don't want to, like, bother people, but, you should, no, I'm serious, like, oh, an audience, yeah. you're like, oh my god. Oh, yeah, no, like, they, I mean, people show up. Yeah, you'll see, like, Pendleton Ward just sitting there, like, sure. you try not to, like, bug the shit out of them, but yeah. you really want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, anyway, um, getting back, I, I, Anthony, you did, you were, like, like, a shot or a couple. I, I think know, I did I two shots, remember. but yeah. like I didn't know how to do uh, like anime inside symbols yet because I wasn't much of a flash anime. Right, yeah. right, and and like the thing was so like I had to I learn was, software while doing that. First. Yeah, <laughs> and I was coming off of like an entire season of Moonbeam City, <laughs> and I was like so much, and like oh my gosh, in Moonbeam City, I started out as an animation processor where I was like moving all the design assets around and like organizing those for special codes layout because in the beginning 
we were trying to have our special pose character layouts done in Korea. And uh, so I, I was organizing the character background and prop assets to send to Korea. Right. And like that, that was my job when I started on Moonbeam City. Yeah. I did that for like a month and a half. And basically it was kind of like, uh, Lars is working super, super hard and like staying until almost midnight every night. Yeah. And like, like the more we try to make it easier on this, this studio in Korea, like, um, the, the harder Lars works and we're not getting any better of results back. Okay. Um, and like, basically they're just, they're just not able to do what we need them to do on this particular project. But then it was like, well, Lars, you learned the style doing that, so you're a layout artist now. And I did some animation on it as well. But And so doing all these different jobs, I got just like a really, really good sense of that pipeline. But but the thing is that Moonbeam City is, is some of the most high-end television animation, you know, ever done. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's just, there's a level of precision in the characters, you know, yeah. the, the hands are anatomically correct, right. you know, um, yeah, it's a really, really tough show, and so, it looks I, really I, pretty, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and so, so when I made that five second day, right. it was like, oh, this is how you make a cartoon, and I saw it was like, trying to use the, the incredibly, uh, uh, you know, high-end uh, Moonbeam City production line to create this, like, 90-second cartoon short. Yeah. And just, just became really, really, really tough. And um, it's, it's so funny because, like, after a year or, you know, or two, um, I, you know, a, a year as a year and a half at Titmouse, let's say, if you count my internship, I had forgotten how much of a specialized skill symbol animation is. Right. You know, it, it had become second nature to me because that was just my life every day, all day, yeah. uh, for, for a year and a half. And then, uh, yeah, there were a lot of people who I kind of asked to help me out on yeah, that short because I was really wanted to finish it. Um, and, and like, yeah, everybody was like i've never animated like this before oh, like yeah. it was kind of the response from every person who was helping oh, me out. No. <laughs> um so yeah so that yeah I, I think that year i ended up showing um like what you know like like i ended up showing something and um you know, but it was like way unfinished. Like there yeah. were finished shots, and there were like finished compositive shots, and there were finished animated shots, and then there were shots where it was just kind of like the character model was like burp, 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 going through the scene, <laughs> and then there were shots where it was like the board. just the just the storyboard, yeah. yeah, like just the animatic. And I had done it like with stick figures because I was just doing it for myself at the time. Yeah. I didn't think anybody would ever see them, so. Yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was like, uh, uh, you know, yeah, it wasn't finished, but this year I did finish it. Cool. Uh, a different one? Hmm? A different one? No, that same one. I oh, finished, okay. I went, I circled back around and I finished oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, I ended up 
kind of doing animation retakes on like every single shot oh, in man. the whole thing. Okay. Um, and also kind of doing background retakes on every single background, just trying to bring them all into the same style. Yeah. Um, you know, some, some of the backgrounds uh, just needed some tweaking, some okay. color adjustment. Some of the backgrounds needed to be redone completely. Um, just th just threw away what I had and yeah. what somebody had made for me and started over. Um, there and I I did, um, and then I found out that the deadline for five second day that year was different. Oh damn! And I found that out like a week and a half before the due date. Oh shit! Was like, it sooner so or later? Sooner. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> so basically, I thought I had a month and I had nine days. Yeah. So I ended up doing 40 seconds of, okay. of like relatively high-end simple animation. Um, and these are action scenes, mind you. There was, there was no dialogue in this right. thing. So, so 40 seconds yeah. of action animation I just been animating in fucking... nine days. Uh, um, <laughs> basically, I would, I would wake up and do my rough animation because I would, I would want to hit that fresh, and then I would spend the rest of the day cleaning up. Okay. Um, you know, when, whenever I finished that, and then also, and then whenever I needed a break, I would work on a, on a background retake. Okay. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and that's that's maybe like the hardest I've ever worked on something. So that was really, even though, um, you know, that was like, even though it. it on some level, it was like, man, it would have been nice to have that time. The same level, was like, time was like, well, you know, I, I got to finish three weeks earlier, right. and uh, I got to really see what I was made of, you know, because I, I, didn't, I didn't know right. that I could animate 40 seconds in nine days of action animation. Yeah, that's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, so, anyway, that's, yeah. That, that was the ultimate fate of <laughs> that short. Yeah, um, it's I, I didn't go this year. Oh, I'll check it out. Do you, have a, do you have a page? I have a YouTube account. This is Lars Engelman. Oh, I mean, I oh, I do have a portfolio website. Um, it's actually still LarsComics.com. Okay. Um, I used the URL from my old webcomic okay. okay. website. Um, because I, I just I just kept that domain. Okay. Um, which is kind of funny because now, you know, it's not. Yeah. Anymore. So, are you uh, friends with uh, Andrew Borna? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. uh, he didn't finish his either. But he actually no, did I, a second one. Yeah. Where yeah, like, like he, some people, guy pulls pubes out. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, every year people don't finish. Right. Know, so. Um, it was pretty cool, his finished product. I saw. Or he had like one scene that was still in rough. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, a, a couple people. I don't want to. Yeah, a couple people. Okay. Did that like this past year. Okay. So. <laughs> right on. No big deal. That's cool. Um, yeah, uh, it's gonna. I guess that leads you up to Bento Box. I mean, yeah. Um, Eight months of not nowhere. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I mean, yeah. Well, that, so what happened? A oh, Moonbeam didn't so get. So Moonbeam, Moonbeam didn't City get, didn't get a second season. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it did well though. Didn't it? Oh, it was just too the production. I mean. Production costs were too high or the, some shit. The, it, it didn't do poorly. It didn't do spectacularly either. Okay. You know, it was kind of middling ratings um you know which here i am here i am like you know 
spectacularly, poorly, and middling are all totally <laughs> subjective. <laughs> anyway, you know, things um, happen. Like, yeah, it. like my my impression was that the ratings were were in the middle. Okay. Um, uh, the middle isn't good enough. I guess the middle wasn't good enough, and and it was like a very high end production. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, um, but yeah, but I mean, even before um, Lincoln City aired, um, after like a three month hiatus, I was back at Tent House uh, animating on Nerdland. Oh, right with, on. With Becky. Oh, okay, yeah. You know? That's my um, wife, in case people are. Yeah. Don't know who Becky yeah. Is. <laughs> I mean, you know, do you want to give your personal information like that, Anthony? Is it okay? <laughs> married to Becky, who I know yeah. from Tim House. Well, so the way you said it, it's like, Becky. Yeah. Becky. <laughs> you know, because that's, that's me kind of like being like, you know, just, does the audience know who Becky is? Uh, okay. You know, I guess they do now. Well, I Thanks. got married to her, and I worked with her for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, how, how long were you there? Um, so I was I was on Nerdland for like three months. Okay, because um, she wasn't even on there very long. Yeah, that was um, bas- basically... Um, there was a point where you guys they, were like hurting for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, actually, actually, really, what it was was they were just kind of starting to finish the movie, and there there was a point where um, they didn't really need more scenes animated. It was more like they needed, you know, more like animation retakes. Okay. So I was there as long as I was because myself and um. A, couple others there were just like three of us out of the original like dozen or so animators okay. were asked to stick around for like i think i want to say just an extra three weeks okay just to do animation retakes um all right yeah so so um how's the um uh sorry i'm like i've reached the point where i'm oh, like yeah well, well yeah <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll catch us up to the present well, I did want to um, ask you one thing. Uh, did you meet Patton Oswalt while working on the on the movie? No, I didn't. Oh, no, no. Cool. Uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, cool. no. I mean, it's it was funny because um actually the first and last things I did for Titmouse more or less was animating Patton Oswalt's. Oh, okay. Uh, like my very first week, um, like uh, it was it was the week I was graduating, uh, uh art institute. Um, like I sent, I sent Dave Newberg an email and then he like calls me like an hour later. He's like, Hey, um, we're making a Patton Oswalt Comedy Central reanimated. We could use an extra set of hands. You want to come in like tomorrow? Wait, that was a Nerdland though, right? No, no, this was I don't know what that is, two years ago. Okay. This was, this was, I don't know how two, long the production this is. This was, this was at the end of March of 2014. Okay. Um, it was it was Comedy Central reanimated short. Okay. It'll take three to six minutes of okay. uh, stand up, and they'll they'll they animate the guy. Yeah, so. they'll okay. they'll animate some scenes entirely. Some scenes it's just the guy. Some some scenes it's the comedian with animated ele- elements on top. Okay. Um, and this was Patton Oswalt's. So okay. That was that, and we just like cool. you know <laughs> yeah that was, that was my very first week at Titmouse. That's you awesome. Know, no, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, hey, you did a good job. Want to keep working here? I was like, okay, because yeah. I was only hired for that one weekend. Right. Um, but yeah. That's and a cool first job. The last, kind of the last thing I did at Titmouse was, um, you know, Nerdland. Okay, that's um, really weird. Which was, it's kind of cool. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, and I mean, you know, actually, no, I think just after Nerdland, I came back for like four days and did like a little <laughs> League of Legends commercial thing. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. 
If you ever meet him, you should just be like, hey, I animated you. Yeah. It's all fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Patton Oswalt. Don't you know that I've listened, I've scrubbed through your dialogue and matched your lips to your words. Let me touch your face, Patton Oswalt. (laughs) What if he was just like, okay. (laughs) That's probably what he would do. That's probably, I can definitely, that's totally his style. Oh, man. I don't know, man. But yeah, so right. Now you're at Bento Box. Now You've been I'm here for like a few weeks, right? A um, month? I've been there for. I haven't caught up with you for a while. So. Eight weeks. It's kind of old. Sort of yeah. short. A little bit. Hmm? That's kind of short, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I haven't been there that long. Yeah. Um, I hope you stay. I hope this, the show yeah. works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, the, uh, the, the storyboards that I'm on are for. Um, I guess eight more weeks. Okay. You know, and then maybe you know maybe I'll be doing some retake animation, or maybe they'll find someplace else to stick me. Um, you know, maybe maybe I'll be looking again. You know, whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, um, the thing was like, uh, um, after Nerdland uh, uh, at Titmouse, like there weren't um, a lot of projects available. There were there were a number of tests that I took that I didn't get. Um, I was really making a push to try to break into storyboarding. I had taken Steve Ong's no, uh, storyboarding class uh, November and December of last year, uh, 2015. Um, and uh, uh, like the, the last week of that class, uh, Rick and Morty was put out for a, a number of positions. The okay. only one of which I felt like I really wanted to shoot for was... Um, storyboard artist okay and uh so i ended up making this this spec animatic yeah um i just the idea came to me like like within a day of seeing that they were hiring and so i wrote i I wrote out this little two-page script and uh did my best terrible rick and morty impressions Mm -hmm. and i made a little (laughs) a little storyboard and um you know a little animatic and sent it in uh, just be asking them to, to yeah. at the very least, like, you know, take a test. Right, right. Um, and never heard back. Oh, okay. Um, but the thing was, you know, putting that together took me the better part of a week, and by yeah. then I'm sure they had thousands of replies and just weren't opening new emails at that point. Right. I assume. You I know, get it's it. Not, yeah. It's not personal. Uh, you know, but that was in December, and then through, um, you know, January, February, March, April, May, June, uh, you know, I took... Uh, two different storyboarding tests, three different animation tests. I actually got, um, I actually got on a show, um, and then that show ended up getting canceled. Oh, damn. Before, so I took a test for a show, not the test out of the park, got on the show, and then the show got canceled. Oh, man. Did you work there at all? No. They just said you no. got the job. Like, they told me I got the job, and then a couple weeks later, they were like, so we've just been informed by the network that yeah. this that this is not so happening. So sorry, dude. I must yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, things were really, and I mean, things were Lots tough. of alcohol was drinking. Honestly, 2016 has been a tough year for a lot of people in the industry. You know, I've, I've got a lot of friends who are just looking for work, you know, but I mean, that's just the nature of the business. You know, sometimes everybody's looking for work and sometimes everybody's working you know it's right. it's, it's, it's a cyclical nature you know it's entertainment that show is baby um but cool. yeah but you know um 
in 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 June, um, it was like Memorial Day or Labor Day or whatever's in June. Um, I was I was hanging out with uh, some friends. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, you know mentioned you know I worked for a while and then one friend you know tagged me in a Facebook post from this, this other woman that we both know who uh, uh, <laughs> you know pointed me in the direction of Bento that they were looking for storyboard artists okay. and uh, and then I, they uh, gave me a test and the interview, another week and I got it cool. I, like I was I was working I, I got the job um, like like basically two weeks after I told this I talked to this friend of mine yeah uh, I was working Cool. Like it was my first day. That's pretty so awesome. The, yeah, just stuff happened fast. That's real awesome. Um, yeah, and and what ended up getting me the job, what ended up making me stand out, and I said, this guy, um, you know, in addition to the test, was that Rick and Morty, Morty uh, spec storyboard. Yeah, because apparently, um, they passed and, around. Know, yeah, like cool. it never went like viral, viral. Like yeah. it's got fourteen hundred hits on YouTube. Yeah. But the thing is, apparently, those 1,400 hits are all industry people. Okay. Like, animation people who like Rick and Morty and right. can appreciate an animatic were showing it to their friends who showed it to their friends. Gotcha. That's so, cool. like, yeah, so so, I normal people will not have seen it. Right, right. <laughs> but, but animation people, like, yeah. a number, like, in a, in a given room, there's probably somebody who's, like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I, like, there are people at Bento <laughs> who, like, saw that before they met me. Cool. And like cool. saw that before I had even spoken to anyone at Bento ever. So sweet. <laughs> really cool. Really cool. And if you want to check that one out, guys, just punch Rick and Morty spec storyboard into Google and it'll be come up on top. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because who makes a spec storyboard? Nobody. Right. It's Is that your name on it? It's like yeah, well that's the funny thing, you know, it's yeah, like it's like I got the job at Titmouse through the internship, and I got the, the internship because of my student film. Right. You know, I got this job at Bento because of this Rick and Morty spec storyboard, you know? Yeah. So, so personal work does get you jobs. That's cool. Some so, good advice. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's, what's the name of the show you're working on right now? It's called Legends of Chamberlain Heights. Okay. Hear that, everyone? Go watch it. Yeah. It Get it, it renewed for a second season so Lars can keep his job. So, so check <laughs> this out. Check this out. Comedy Central liked it so much that they gave it a second season, even though the oh, no. first season hasn't even premiered nice. yet. Sweet. I, you know. So you're, you're good to go for I'm, another year? Well, I'm... Eight months? I, I got hired on to the second season. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So wow, that's kind of weird. <laughs> you, you got hired in a second season of a show I that hired, hasn't I, aired I, yet. Season two of a show that hadn't premiered. Pretty sure I'm allowed to say that. Pretty sure that's been, it's been announced that they've been picked up. For okay. Season. All right. Um, but yeah, but you, so season one, which I didn't work on, but I watched it because it's on the server and I just watched it. Okay. They, told, they told us to check it out. You know, right. they're like, hey, catch up, catch up to the people who are returning from season one, that's so fair. you'll know what's going on with the show. Um, you know, but yeah, no, check it out, you guys. It's great. Uh, uh, it's, it premieres on Comedy Central, I think September fourteenth after South Park. Cool. Um, you know, which like you know after Moonbeam City, that's that's gonna be my career, guys. I'm just gonna work on shows that come on after South Park. Moonbeam <laughs> um, City before now, Legends of Channel Nights. Uh, yeah, that September fourteenth. Animation. Yeah. Yep, uh, which is on YouTube, and uh, 
Nerdland, which I still don't. I'm, I I can't wait for that to get some showtimes in, in. Have they put it on Netflix or anything? Uh, currently, Nerdland is only shown up at film festivals. Okay. So, uh, you know, it was at Annecy, it was at Tribeca. Um, so yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, when, uh, like like you'll be able to see it outside of a film festival. Yeah. Um, hopefully, eventually. All right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. But that yeah. sounds good. So, so yeah, so Legend, Legend of Chamberlain Heights. It's about, it's about three high school freshmen. <laughs> they're going to be, they're going to be, uh, you know, basketball stars someday. And, but for now, you know, they're on the team, but they're on the bench. Like, you <laughs> know, they're, yeah, they're growing up, uh, kind of, kind of, uh, on the on the the, the poor social side of town. oh okay the poor side of town you know like uh it's it, yeah um, sounds fun it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i think people will like it there's a lot of satirical stuff going on cool and yeah they they made the official launch of like you know the 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 uh the presence of it like in terms of marketing at comic-con so um they the facebook page is up you know, go on, you punch in Legend of Chamberlain Heights, do a video search, <laughs> watch the trailer that they showed at Comic-Con, it would look cool, got all that compositing going on, it's great. Sweet, man. Yeah, oh my gosh, did I plug everything? Okay, yeah, Legends of Chamberlain Heights. <laughs> you got it, you got it. Uh, LarsComics.com is uh, my, my portfolio website. Yeah. Rick and Morty Specs storyboard, just punch that in Google, you can watch that. Um... My my, you know the the five second day film, um, you know that that oh, Anthony oh, worked oh. on briefly is called Sammy Rex in Bazooka Bouquet. You can find that on my YouTube channel or Titmouse's YouTube channel, um, along with a whole lot of other five second days. Uh, what a lot of really just just the best ones are on there. Uh, check them out. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm Cartoon Lars on Tumblr and probably Twitter and probably Instagram. Although I use those less and less as I go through, like, like <laughs> Tumblr I'm bad about, Instagram I'm worse about, and I don't even know what Twitter is, but I have it. Um, Your podcast. Yeah. And, of course, my podcast, Nick and Lars Have Notes, me and my buddy Nick. We go to the theater, we yell into my iPhone, phone, we, we watch the movie. And they have notes. We, we come back out, we yell into my iPhone some more. <laughs> You'll laugh. I'm, you know, it's like, imagine me talking, except... For less long about a movie, but more drunk than this. <laughs> Hooray! Don't you want to watch it? Go check it out. We just reviewed Ghostbusters. We're about to review a bunch more movies. There you go, Nine kids. lives we're going to review. We're going to review Sausage Party. We're going to review um, that other one, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. If you like, check it out. You guys, you, you can't get enough of me. Go on the internet. Go on the internet and stalk, stalk really that me. <laughs> oh man, you guys, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. You know, no, like, see, someday you're gonna be glad you listen to Anthony's podcast. You'll be like, oh man, <laughs> changed my life. You know, none of those things individually changed my life, but collectively they have enriched it. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, I think I'm going to leave anything out. No, I think you know, you're I'll good. feel super bad later if I did. You've got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll plug it there. Okay. All right. Thanks for thanks for showing up to the podcast, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Have, have a 
happy trails. Damn, dude, you are tired. Yeah, <laughs> I can see your eyes. Thanks for inviting me out. Thanks, thanks for coming. Out. Really made it, dude. Oh man, dude, and storyboarding, storyboarding, dude. Like your brain will get tired before your body. It's crazy. Like storyboarding is like think, think heavy work. Oh man, I'm I am uh, doing two jobs and working on the short film, so yeah. I wish I don't sleep. This okay. is kind of like a break for me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's crazy because I'll get enough sleep, but then just, like, my brain is just exhausted. The Pokemon Go you know? destroys it. No, oh, dude, like, Pokemon Go. That's just like, what you do on the way. Like, that's, like, how I get any exercise at all. <laughs> you guys, I weigh 800 pounds. Imagine me being 800 pounds. Anthony forklifted me into this apartment. Alright, sounds okay. good. Thanks, Lars. Okay, bye, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode of Nominous Animation Podcast. Thank you for listening. Also, if you guys want to find out more about Nerdland, they're going to have a theatrical, a, a limited theatrical release on December 6th. So if it's playing near you, go check it out. Also, um, if you want to find out more about uh, Nominous Animation and our Project World Destroyer, it's a fully animated cartoon series we are currently working on or trying to get funding for. If you want to find out more about it, you can come visit us at nominousanimation.com or go to our Tumblr or follow us on Facebook. And with that, I'm signing out.